0: Just grab them in the brisket.
1: Hey guys, this is Grabbing the Brisket podcast. Thanks for listening along. Let's get an introduction to some of the voices that you're going to be hearing. John,
2: how's your day been? I've had a great day. Uh, I've got a barbecue win to share a little bit later. That's nice. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Jan, how's your day?
3: Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it. well, it's, until it freaking poured on me, and then uh, people decided to throw water, and it was super weird when i was already wet and yeah i don't know it's been a rainy day for me probably
0: fantastic dude i uh alden i'm alden i was uh i was there as a witness to see all these uh water fights going on with the tent yep um it was great you know the the water then the rain not so much you know it uh kind of poured on us pretty good today so uh but you know we're gonna we're gonna strap you in and we're gonna we're gonna give you some good content matt what you think dude
4: Well, speaking of rain, I love that uh, text message you sent me, John. Hey, Matt, do you realize your son is out here riding his bike in the rain? (laughs) Yeah, I just (laughs) looked up and saw him like barefoot,
2: (laughs) soaking wet, like just tearing down the street on his bicycle. And
4: right when I got that from you, he comes barging in the house, just sopping wet, just dripping everywhere. I was like, "Oh god!" (laughs) Lightning storm. It wasn't just raining. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Like, (laughs) "What are you doing?"
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, him and Aviana, for some reason, they decided to come out with a towel, thinking like it's an umbrella. (laughs) <laughs> and um, now they uh, they got corrected very quick, um, but so that's where we're at.
3: So. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where that's we're at for correcting our kids. That's where we're at. So
0: I don't
2: know. We do have a uh, an awesome guest scheduled for tonight. <laughs> we. I mean, is that the right word? Do
3: you
1: say, hey, we just have an awesome guest?
3: Dude, it's an awesome guest. I'm super like that?
2: stoked that he is going to be on in just a little bit here. Yeah, and that's this is something
1: it. that's been teased for the last, like, 30, 30 episodes. 30, <laughs>
2: exactly. I was going to say 38 <laughs> I was say, like, Episode two, yeah. we were like, <laughs> hey, I think we might have him on. I, I think, I think we might, this might actually happen one day.
0: This is a big deal.
3: If for we, us, if, it is for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know I
0: mean? he's been there since day one, you know, with us. You know, not so much, I say with us, but just prevalent with, you know, the podcast and stuff well, like it's, that. Wait, so. it was, yeah. he's with us
3: before the podcast, too. I mean, we listen to the music, listen to. Well, sure. You know, absolutely. The, right. Yeah. So. Uh, but no, I think it's be really cool, really awesome, and really feel very fortunate this is happening.
1: So, should we it, say who it is? Yeah, who, or, who are we talking about here? Like, uh, should not that's say, right. I think we say. teased that long enough to where people should like. Should not, not say. God damn it! President I'm Donald, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Donald Trump. I'm going to hang up. No, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. on my phone and I'm fixing a hang up. Right. Uh, I'm not calling people, but I'm going to hang up
0: right here. Now. Comes Passion Party
1: Mandy. <laughs> She's next. Up. She's on. No, so uh, we are
3: <laughs> super lucky. We are having Rich O'Toole, which uh, superstar Texas music. Doing his thing, so I mean, awesome music. Yeah, that, that that's who we're talking about tonight. So super cool, man. That's very super. Yes, cool. and you know, you know what? He's a barbecuer. He is a uh, cooker. Loves to cook. Yeah, so. he cooks
1: himself. He's like a huge foodie. So he loves food. Uh, I mean, he if you follow him on Twitter, I mean, he posts a lot about his music and a lot about food, whether he's cooking yep. or grilling or going out and eating. Loves tacos, loves Texas. I mean, I I don't know what else you want. I mean, so he's, got shoes, so. he's got Whataburger
2: shoes. He's got
1: Waterburger shoes. I don't have any Whataburger shoes. You don't. I need Waterburger. shoes. When you get the
2: little blue check mark next to your name on Twitter, they'll send you they'll some Whataburger shoes. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, All right. exactly. Yeah. Damn. Okay.
1: That's tight. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, super huge fan. Uh, been listening to music for uh, a long time. So, we're really happy to have the guy on the show. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. So, we got a fun episode planned for you guys and probably partially unplanned. I mean, we're just, we're, we're, we got a few things planned for you guys and then we're going to kind of just wing it and see how it goes.
2: We're so excited that Rich was coming on. We oh, yeah. did not really plan it at the end. We were planning and quit saying guys.
3: I think it's the people, right? The people. And you, the people. You people. You people. Well, that sounds a little derogatory. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, use, use guys. You the people. Use, use guys. The people? We the people. We the people. <laughs> I don't know. We got to fix that. But yes. We yes. do have a fun thing planned.
1: So probably later on the episode, probably after the 90-second beer review, we'll bring Rich on and uh, do the little interview with him. Uh, I say little interview. It's going to be a big interview.
2: <laughs> yeah, the biggest. <laughs> the biggest. Yeah.
1: Okay, so let me ask you guys a question. Did you, I know I've showed, I think, John the video. Everybody's at home. They're quarantined. They're doing the social distancing and all that good stuff. And you have a lot of celebrities and musicians and people out there like – you know, throwing out whether it's songs or reading books or whatever. I mean, just today, I mean, George Straight just like came out and like I think he was reading some children's book on uh, Governor uh, Greg Abbott's like um, live Facebook feed. Yeah, really? Yeah. So you guys check that out. It's something about <coughs> it's a dinosaur. Fun. Yeah. So, but everybody's doing all this crazy stuff, like uh, whatever. So I came across one. It was a senator. From I think Virginia, where he gave mm. his ultimate his best quarantine food, this is awful, and it's his tuna melt
5: mm- did we
0: wait, you started that with tuna 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 melt, melt. 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 yeah, so the uh,
1: yeah, Virginia Senator Mark Warner did a whole video on how to make his tuna melt and I, this is absolutely disturbing I can tell you
0: exactly how to make your tuna melt you throw it in a fucking fire and just burn it the whole thing and
1: the whole thing's melted it was absolutely disturbing mm-hmm. and disgusting at the same time
2: <laughs> and let it was me a, give you a, a lot of mayonnaise not me, a lot yeah, of melt
1: correct let <laughs> me give you a play-by-play of this guy and uh he was very excited about this um this meal that he's presenting he alluded to in the video, he's like, his family used to like it, but don't like it anymore. <laughs> they, won't <need> it anymore. <laughs> they won't eat it anymore. They won't eat it anymore, but it's a very comfort food for him. So he, he busts out the the two pieces of white bread, and then busts out the, the Hellman's mayonnaise. It just gives it a good... At least he just, knows what
3: mayonnaise is, though.
1: That, that is true. Uh, we're not dipping into the Cool Whip. Right. So he gives a Marital nice <laughs> squeeze helping of mayonnaise <laughs> probably a good if i had to guess probably like maybe two or three tablespoons full of mayonnaise per side of the bread oh uh. i know i mean it's huge i mean just very just like boom
2: yeah that's gross but that's not the grossest part
1: <laughs> and then he busts out the uh um the tuna
5: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. busts
1: open the can does not drain it mm-hmm. what there's plops it juice, on there uh, dumps juice that's so disgusting <laughs> still not tuna. the grossest
2: part guys bear with him
1: tuna and juice just like onto the bread and he's like kind of like moving it around like as best he could was and this bumblebee gets tuna? his favorite cheese which i can't remember what the cheese was no, it was he,
2: like the cheap cheap plastic wrapped craft. throws singles, it on whatever. there and
1: then he takes the other other side of the bread just like boom puts it on top of his like and then now we stick it in the microwave.
4: Oh, I was about to say don't tell me microwaves.
1: Microwave uh, it. <laughs> microwave. Sticks it in the microwave, nukes it for like I think 20 seconds or 30 I seconds. I don't remember. His deal was like 20 seconds. That's the time amount that you need to wash your hands. So yeah. I'm going to go wash my hands for 20 seconds while this tuna melt is just like <gasps> melting down no. in the microwave. <laughs> Horrible. And uh. then he pulls it out and he's like and done. Here you go. You're welcome bison to it it's like so
2: good no and wow. it was you could see it was like all floppy and mushy and warm Ooh. yeah like the bread but, just gotta be just disintegrating the, and everything yeah by then, yes. you know just. yes it was it's oh. not good i mean it had a lot of the right ingredients for a tuna melt but he put it together wrong of the execution right yeah it was off right it was just the virginia yeah. senator well i'm pretty sure it was somewhere up there <laughs> hey what in texas wanna, hey,
5: you know what
3: <laughs> so, so it's a it's a good message he's trying to put out there and I, I see what he's doing right with the whole washing hands and right 20 seconds i can make this and wash my hands and whatever right you get a D minus for effort d minus <laughs> d minus you didn't even try
5: hmm. and the hmm. fact hmm. that you didn't
3: hmm. even mix the mayo into your mayonnaise and left it the what? I'm sorry, into your uh tuna? into your tuna. <laughs> right. And you left all the water or or is it oil? Like sometimes oil. it has oil. Some right? have water, some have oil. Yeah. Like yeah. Like that's all on your bread yeah. now.
2: You should have just made a PB and J. Probably so.
3: Yeah. Mm. This yeah. is how I like my PB and J, which by the way, leaves me twenty seconds to wash my hands yeah. while it's in the microwave. Yeah, they're like set up. What? <laughs> What are you doing? I would have rather eaten that. (laughs) Can you imagine everything he does is 20 seconds in the microwave? (laughs) That's how I see it. Hey, guys, this leaves me 20 seconds. Wash my hands. Here's my uh,
1: chicken. You're like, that's not going to be good. (laughs) That's raw. (laughs) Here's my brisket. (laughs) I'm going to put it in the microwave 20 seconds, guys. (laughs) Go wash your hands. And done. And mm, Time to eat. That dude's dying in like six weeks. (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, what was it, the uh, office space, like, not, uh, not, 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 not going to get reelected. <laughs> exactly.
5: <laughs> hey, you know what, maybe he will, though, because he's, like, he he,
1: he's a quirky, kind of fun guy, so, mm-hmm.
3: hey, you know what, good for him, whatever. Yeah. Don't eat those, don't, don't redo
2: what James just said, by the way. Yeah, yeah. don't do that.
5: Oh, my ex,
1: what?
2: They what live what in is Texas. happening right now? Jesus. Okie dokie.
4: Okie dokie.
3: 90 seconds be- beer be- review.
4: <laughs>
5: mm,
3: man, Boom. i we going to get better at this. That was
5: good. What are you
0: talking about, man?
5: I, I thought we nailed solid.
3: it. Like, do you think we could cut
0: a 90 second beer review in 90 seconds? Like Album? Owl? Oh, yeah, Oh, well, yeah, it's coming. All the like worst 90-second
2: yeah. beer reviews that we've done. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, talk that out with uh, yeah. Rich. He's got a new label, I think. So. I, I
1: think you mean all our greatest hits. Right? Greatest hits. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
2: tonight we have uh, another one from Saloon Door. I went down and picked up some more Crowlers. This is a Scottish ale, and it's called Wee Heavy. It's a Wee Heavy Scottish ale. We. we. So we probably heavy. like a, I
3: think it's like a, a wheat.
2: No, we. like gonna wee. Like it's going to be
4: a little bit heavy.
2: You know, like, say it with an accent. A wee man. Wee. It's, a, it's a wee bit heavy. Wee. It's a wee heavy Scottish like Is little that your Scottish
4: accent? A little. It's a wee bit heavy. I don't know. It's a tiny bit heavy. Yes. Is it that bad? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Mm. It's like London. It's a tiny like bit
2: heavy. 1894. <laughs> Small Whatever. people Boy. Heavy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so uh, that's pretty much what I have on this crowler here. Uh, other than it does say it is... Ten percent alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jan will mm. like that. Heavy. Yeah. Maybe we'll
3: see. Do
2: you want to tell us about the can, Jan? About the crowler? Nope. Okay, I'll tell him. <laughs> it's silver. Mm, it's silver. <laughs> with black <The> shaggy. <laughs> All right, let's Matt, this. try this now. Matt, let's tell us the that. smell. What does it smell like, Matt?
4: Mm. It definitely smells like a Scotch
3: ale. Uh, you definitely have a Scotch, Yeah, you definitely have a right? Scotch ale in there, but. It... A little bit of caramel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that caramel. Caramel.
4: Okay. <laughs> Can we just taste it now? I want to taste <laughs>
2: <this>. <laughs> Whoa.
0: <laughs> that was definitely not caramel. That was white.
3: Steffelufficus over there
2: just <laughs> just pouring it on the table and sniffing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stop it, James. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. That does have the woo.
1: Yeah. Scotch.
2: hmm
1: Flavor to it.
2: Mm. Yeah, I wonder if this is like one of their like, what do you call it, like casket,
1: like the
4: bourbon barrel age yeah. kinds. It could yeah, yeah, be, yeah. especially ten percent. I don't know if they do that there, but, but it could be. Yeah, I, I don't Dude, know. I am like I okay. What what are you getting, Jan?
1: Getting messed as up. he gets
4: that nose all up in there. Getting drunk, son. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah, this one's this one's strong. I think I like it. It's kind of weird though, right?
2: It is weird. <laughs>
4: Like I don't know how to describe
2: it. I feel like I'm supposed to sip it like a scotch.
4: Yeah, like I'm taking too big a gulp here.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, problem. Is I've taken too many too Giant's big. Jans is gone already. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a wee heavy.
1: This is a uh, very interesting. It's, I mean, it's smooth, but it's it very percent alcohol. It's got like a back end kick. It's very smooth, got a you know? little
3: kick yeah. to it, right? Yeah, kick for sure. This is like I'm not saying it's like a liqueur or something, but it's no. similar to what a liqueur would almost kind of be like. It's a very smooth flavor, right? Caramelly,
2: uh, woodsy kind of it, notes, and yes. then all of a sudden, bam! Uh, mm-hmm.
3: It's got a really amber look to it, right? Is that fair to say? It's not, it's not chocolatey. It's uh, but it's a dark, probably a dark amber.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll start.
2: Let's hear it, I don't like it. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna, gonna give this drink. probably take one more drink and see. Too strong.
4: Take a small sip.
0: Yeah, for me, if if you if we're judging on, well, we are. You know, if <laughs> when we are judging on, you know, is is percent, you know, trying to buy it again, I'll never buy this beer again. Not to say that it's bad, but, it's just something I don't enjoy. Yeah, but so um, we're
3: judging on the flavor, how smooth it is, the the just the aroma, like almost like you would judge a piece of brisket or something else. So like if you judge on those things. Like what do what are you seeing?
0: You don't I mean, like it. I mean, honestly, I don't, honestly, like, I don't it. like it. I mean, okay. it's, it's nice that it's cold. I mean, that's that's, so, that's cool. I can make little. Well, no so, d- so, so <laughs> you know what I've been doing over here? I've been making designs in the with the foam. It's it's pretty. That's All pretty right, cool. So give us one you more drink. You can actually do that.
3: One more drink there, and then give me a score. Two point eight.
5: Oh, mm. that low! Wow!
3: Oh my god! Whew. Okay. Wow. Okay. Are you serious? The fact that you take that many drinks tells me it's more than a two Well, you just tell me, to take
0: another drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> i don't know what two point eight tastes like
3: i take one sip i'm like i'm not having that no more yeah. that's 2.8 right matt what do you think
4: i'm gonna give this one a 7.1 i actually like it uh for me when i give some a seven it means i would go back and probably get it again but it's just getting that category of like oh yeah i'll, I'll pick this up every so often
3: yeah. yeah it's a good beer right i mean that's kind of what you're saying. Like, it's not, yeah,
4: it's, a, it's a good beer. beer. Yeah, it's a good like, beer, not my go to. Well, six is a like good beer.
2: It. Seven is a very good beer.
3: Right, but what what you're saying is like if he's in a store,
2: I'll pick one up. I'll get slammed today. Let's do this. <laughs> That's what you're looking for when you pick this up. But here's my thing. If this is sitting on the shelf next to their ridiculous AF, I'm picking up the AF if I want to get slammed. Sure. I know.
4: I'm just picking this up if I've had the AF three times in a row. Right. You know what I mean.
1: Uh, so I'll, I'm going this right here over the chocolate peanut butter stout. Give us your score. Wow, that's oh. saying
5: some.
2: Wow. I'm going
1: probably mm, seven point eight.
2: Wow, wow.
4: I'm okay. surprised. I thought you were going to rate it lower than I did. Yeah. So did I.
1: Did
0: I
4: say two point eight
3: or eight point two? You said two point eight. Said two point eight, Alvin. Which obviously tanks the whole effing thing because <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was just kidding. I was so you kidding, just t- t- i, I I've seen t- what y'all want to
0: say. I still don't like it, but it doesn't, doesn't mean it I wouldn't have
2: 2.8. Yeah, that's fine. You like plenty of their beers. I, I'll I just throw in real quick. I just updated our top 10 today. We have five saloon door beers in our top 10.
3: Yeah, well, I just think they're a like badass company. And they're, they're doing for sure. shit, right? Yeah.
2: We probably need to try, try I, some other right beers now, too, but yeah, they have definitely got. Well, some here's beers. the deal I don't have to like all of them.
3: No, without a no. doubt, Al. And you know what? Be true to yourself. I, I totally get
2: that. But
3: I'm saying right now that this company is legit. They are. For sure. That Brewmaster, wh- whoever they have, they're putting together some good freaking beers. Like, I'm not going to rate this one higher than a Ridiculous AF. But man, it's,
2: it's almost even for me. It's almost. <sighs> yeah, not for me. I like this beer and I like everything they do. Uh, and I'm actually liking it more as it warms up a little bit. Maybe it's one of those beers that's not supposed to be ice cold. Yeah, and I, I, I think I think you're right on that. To be honest, See? I'm going to give it about a six point seven. I like it. It's a good beer. Yeah, it's, it's not a super good beer, but it's a good beer.
5: I
3: can't remember what I, how I graded the, the ridiculous AF.
2: What's Eight something.
3: Yeah.
2: I did finish it yeah. though. So, by the way,
3: so I, I feel like if you can finish the beer and drink it. It's way higher than a two-point... What do you say? Two point Two-point-eight.
0: I'm thinking more on, on buyability, though. No. Quick... No.
3: How do you like the beer? Not would you buy it again. It's, do you like the beer or not? That's your
0: score. I thought that's what our whole deal yeah, was. Yeah, 90 no. seconds, guys. Never. That's all we got. <laughs> Are you 90 serious? It's never been our thing. <laughs> it's it's all-encompassing. Would okay. you buy it again? If you walked so,
2: into the saloon door brewing, would you buy that one for me? Absolutely no. not. No, because there's so many other better ones Exactly. There. Yeah. Right. Okay. But yeah, in it's all in all, yeah, way. I enjoyed this beer. It's a good beer.
0: Jan, let's get a score from you. Sorry, Salindor, by the way. I'm dragging this down, by the way. You are. You're fucking this thing up. It's a really good beer, dude. You're fucking it up. It is. It's a good beer, dude. Um, I don't
3: like it. It's a seven for me.
2: Okay. What? Yeah. Did you just
4: there give you it go. a rookie score? I did. What? I did give it a score. rookie score. It's a seven. Like,
3: I'm sorry. It, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be there, but it, it's not a six-nine. And... I think the alcohol content. The I do like the Ooh, flavor. The street, I don't know. Uh, it's a seven. It's a seven <laughs> for me. I, I almost gave you a seven one, but I was
1: like, Ugh.
4: I already gave it a seven one, so you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, how, that's how the rules work. I could have,
1: but so. I chose not to. That's very it's nice. Guys. I mean, probably do. We only have 90 seconds to do this beer review. and it, we're, we're, we're almost there. We're
3: that was my immediate there. reaction. We're, we're fixing we're 84 to go over. Seconds.
1: Uh, It's a solid beer. I mean, it's a, another great beer that they at uh, Saloon Door Brewing put out there. It, it's got the alcohol pop to it. it. Very smooth beer. We like it. We love it. 90-second 90 90 beer review. <laughs> oh, that's our best one yet. Yeah. That was more like uh, 45 minutes. (laughs) 45 minutes. Check out our new podcast where we do 45 90-second beer reviews. (laughs) (laughs) In one day. day. It's not my fault. (laughs) So as we alluded to earlier in the podcast, we got a special guest coming up. Texas country music artist, Rich O'Toole
2: absolutely big time foodie big texas country music guy 19 top tens and three number ones on the texas music chart rich o'toole thanks for joining us
6: hey thank you uh i'm a big fan i follow y'all on twitter and uh love following along and i'm a big fan of barbecue so it's kind of cool to see uh you know be on here so i'm a fan as well
1: so we see are what's happening
6: man you smoking some brisket uh cooking some meat
1: uh not at the moment uh but we
2: have been yes yes yeah Stuck at home cooking uh, for, what, two months now?
6: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm actually, I hate saying this, I'm like getting kind of tired of cooking. <laughs> something I love has turned into a tr- Or I'm like, this is bullshit.
1: Yeah, I just want to go out and go somewhere and just eat there, you know?
6: Dude, I just want to get like a cold draft beer and wings and look at sports. I mean, I'm going to do that for like weeks yes. on weeks when this is over. Yeah,
1: this is very weird because, I mean, we've gone like a, what, a month and a half or, or however long it's been with no sports whatsoever, and it's, for me, I'm just like, I thought this morning, I was like, man, I haven't seen any sports at all, and it's just, I, just weird. Yeah. I got
4: into yeah, that. It's weird, man. Yeah. yeah, I've been
6: watching, like, girls, like, left-handed bowling on ESPN and stuff, you know,
4: it's <laughs> ESPN, the Ocho. Yes. <laughs>
6: yeah, the Ocho. I love they're bringing that back. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: Got into the little virtual NASCAR there for a couple of weeks. That was actually pretty cool. <laughs>
5: oh, that was pretty cool, yeah. What's, uh,
0: um,
1: what's your favorite, uh, I, I guess, barbecue place uh, there in Nashville?
6: Uh, so my buddy, Chris, he lives down the street from me. He opened up his own trailer called The Oak, um, and it's the best Texas barbecue. He's actually from Texas, and oh. he's uh, all the joints, and, I mean, it's – it's the best barbecue you can get in Nashville. I'm not being biased. The reason that we came buddies was you know, he popped up in his food truck, like in my neighborhood, and I walked over, ate it, didn't say anything, came back the next day, and was like, This is too good to be true. And uh, ate it again. I was like, I want to go in business with you, man. So I may even buy into like 10% of his <laughs> business because he's the only guy in Tennessee that's really doing Texas brisket the right way.
1: That's awesome. Nice. I just like the
4: fact
5: yeah, that Texas
4: barbecue is the best in Nashville. <laughs> yeah,
6: exactly.
5: Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> so you, uh, you uh, I think we were bouncing some stuff around on Twitter one, one day, and I think you mentioned a story about bus brisket. You guys want to yeah. uh, elaborate a little bit on that uh, for the people here?
6: I didn't believe it, man. And we did it one night. Obviously, we've probably been drinking, but um, <laughs> nah. you take it and just wrap it in a shit ton of tinfoil, with all your like seasoning and stuff, you know, put a little, I'd put a little tiny bit of water in there. Um, And then you just wrap it really hard and put it on the back of the diesel manifold. And it basically, that engine gets hot enough where it kinda, it kinda gets up to, you know, six, seven hundred or whatever, but after like four or five hours you can pull it off and it's basically like a cooked brisket. It tastes great. Wow. I thought we well, you, you would taste it's like diesel smoking shit, but there's they're exhaust. I mean you're not there's nothing really is getting in there. People do it all the time. I right? I was impressed by it. It's not like something to write home about, but it's also like, Yeah. We cooked a brisket while we were sleeping from, you know, Kansas City to Oklahoma City, so Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Love it. That's awesome. You don't have to worry about maintaining fire or anything. I mean you just keep on trucking along and you're cooking at the same time.
6: <laughs> yeah. I can, I, I, no one, the bus drivers now wouldn't do it. There's many regulations and these tour buses always catch on fire. And that's the worst thing you need is say that thing breaks open and like, you know, the degrees the from the fat drips in the manifold and all of a sudden <laughs> you're on a million dollar lawsuit, you know, like, yeah, a million no, dollar brisket right there. So.
1: Nobody wants that. But What's the worst part? And
6: I've seen it done and it's pretty cool.
0: What would be the worst part in that, in that scenario, the bus burning down or the burnt brisket?
6: I think burnt brisket. I mean, you can replace the bus. You yeah. know? <laughs>
3: You say that, and now I think people are going to listen to this, and they're going to go, like, you're going to see people, like, with tinfoil out of their cars, just driving to commuting to work in the morning or something. You know, it's just like, it's might, might be a new thing.
1: Yeah, no, we yeah. don't condone that it's
2: yeah, Like a, a little probe wire running down under the hood, right? right. <laughs> up on the dash there. Yeah, that's all you need.
6: No, you know, dudes in construction, I learned that uh, working construction in uh, college, was uh, they get this burrito wrapped in full, and they would just throw them on the manifold. And when they drove to the job site, and then they, when they got there, it was hot. You know, nice. that's like an old construction tip. Yeah, yeah. It would, it, it, you know, and so people have been doing that for a long time. Like especially in the in the, in the backwoods, rednecks out of town, they've been keeping shit hot under the hood.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you uh, got to yeah. do what you got to do <laughs> for
1: sure. So what's uh? I mean, we're all under this weird time uh, in this world right now where everything's kind of stopped. Everything's kind of social distancing. We're we're um doing the quarantine stuff like that what's i mean what's life going on like in nashville i mean how's it going down there
6: uh for me it's kind of sad to be honest with you man you know my whole family's in texas i moved here because i signed a record deal and i've I've been producing some artists and um i opened my own label my own imprint from this record deal i signed so i had to be here and I i bought a house and it's a really cool house and it's a beautiful home and but here I am quarantined by myself, man. I mean, it's the saddest thing. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a girlfriend going into quarantine, and now we're not together. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of sad for me, honestly. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm just getting kind of lonely because I, I miss all my friends in Texas. I miss my band. I miss I don't, everyone I see is over Zoom. Um, you know, and I still the girl, me and the girl that broke up. We still see each other all the time. It, it, we were never really together. It was one of those things, but. Um, you know, it was. I'm giving way too much information. I'm so sorry. No, you're <laughs> good. But no, people love it, man. Uh, the people no, love it. It's like, uh, you know, it's very weird. It's something that kind of breaks my heart. I'm such a social guy. Uh, you know, I'm in my 30s, and I, you know, like to go out all the time. I'm very social. I like to go out, out to eat. I love food. I love beer. I love wine. And to sing at home, I just, I just don't know what to do. And I really haven't picked up the guitar. It's kind of been like a decline for me. I don't, I don't want to write songs. I don't want to play guitar. I don't want to, you know, I do that because it gets me going because i've been doing other stuff so you know it's been kind of weird I, I think for someone that's not like a total introvert um it can be kind of depressing a little bit but you know making do working on my yard and taking up new crafts <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> drinking a lot of wine so
4: i saw on your instagram you singing deer in the backyard
6: <laughs> yeah i had this whole like so i bought this house and you have to when you park at the Cross a bridge to get on it. So there's like a moat. A real, there's a real river that goes from the Cumberland by my house, and the my driveways on the other side of it. So you walk across a bridge, and that river. I'm on. I'm on my own. Like plot of acre here in East Nashville, and so there's like a hedgehog, a deer, an otter. There's a woodchuck. Um, there's crane. You know, owls. Like man, it's a whole ecosystem here. I, and I, I'm not kind of guilty. I've been feeding. I probably buy about a, a bag of deer corn a week and a bag of Bird a week because there's just it's just so fun to see all these animals just come out and have a good time. So it's been cool.
1: Yeah. Um. And speaking of animals coming out, have you heard about this? The the what was it? The um, what's a killer hornet or the murder hornet?
2: Yeah, murder hornet. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: The, this this thing's uh, pretty scary. pretty scary, pretty weird. But I I did see that yeah. your your alma mater A uh, and M I think they're they're putting together a task force to uh, make sure this thing doesn't become an issue in Texas. Hmm.
6: You know, one thing that worries about me about America is we've kind of gotten, we've gotten, we've kind of gotten weak. Like honestly, I hate saying that, and we don't want to get political. But with the coronavirus and stuff, I I think our grandfathers would have handled this better. Um, you know, reading about the murder hornet, they, they're like it kills fifty people a year in Japan. Okay, here's the deal: when the murder hornet stings you, you don't die. It, it's like a bad sting. It's like getting a tattoo, and it hurts. Um, how people die over there is if like forty of them. Bite you at one time. Mm, yeah. You know, our media is so guilty of putting this stuff in people's heads and not explaining that a murder is bad for like crops of bees. It's bad for, you know, crops and stuff, but it's not going to kill you on your way to church or some shit. Exactly. It, you know, we've gotten so wussified in this country. It blows my mind.
0: I agree 100%. So,
6: just how many people are like, and look, man, the coronavirus is a bad deal. It totally is. But the stats that you hear, like, Yes, I think that the elderly and young children that are that have bad immune systems should totally stay inside. People like us like in our you know twenties, thirties, and forties. I, I I think you if you got it, you'd be okay. We don't want to spread it, but is it at is it at the risk of just ruining our economy for the next fifteen years, putting people in bankruptcy? I,
3: I have said the same thing. Kids <laughs> not
6: losing their college funds. I, I just don't know. No. You know, I'm not saying I'm for or against that. I just think that our I, I think that we've gotten so weak, we've catered to so much weakness in America the fact that when I hear someone say a murder horn you're like you haven't even you don't know what that is right you're scared of one more thing it's one more thing to be scared about in America Yeah. you know it's like what what's next like double herpes isn't it come out or some shit it's like all of a sudden you're not kissing <laughs> chicks
1: quadruple like, Yeah. Shut
6: the, shut the fuck up get out there and play in your, in your tire swing and live live the American dream like get out of town you know
1: I love it
2: <laughs> rip your mask off go to work and punch <laughs> one of these
4: killer hornets in the face <laughs>
2: double yeah. herpes
1: so you got uh, you got a new record coming out pretty soon correct yes sir uh, what's that end of, end of June am I,
6: uh, I think... uh, June 26 yeah okay. um, it's called New York um, it's a really great record it's really well written it's sad I mean a lot of it was about uh, when I was at A&M I dated a girl for a long time we broke up and it's still been like the love of my life so half it's about some of that other, other half's like really fun and uh, I wrote it when I was living in New York City um, for about half a year, and I, I tell it in New York, and it's just a great record. It's fun. It's something you could play at a party, and people would be into, you know.
1: Okay, yeah, I can't wait for it.
3: I, I was yeah. talking to uh, talking to John earlier. We were we were working out, um, and we it's one thing that this, this whole quarantine that we our street here that we had this this basic this quarantine that we've done here um, was kind of cool because we've been able to quarantine together, right? So. Everybody's right. bringing all their groceries in. We're kind of just hanging out with our little group that we have. Um, that's about it. So we started working out. So I'm feeling pretty in shape over this. Uh, so, but one thing we're, we're listening to your music uh, today while what we worked out, and uh, one of the things that that I, I made a comment about is like you can tell the styles uh, of your music um, how you're you're able to change with what dynamic of song that you're, you're singing, right? So uh, I was really impressed by that because a lot of people are. They're very... One I mean, dimension. Well, yeah, it's they, they sound the same no matter what, right? It's very, if you're a crooner, you're a crooner. If you're this, you're that, right? But your music, it just seems to like, you know, jalapeno marijuana, right? That's a fantastic song. But then you go right into uh, some of your other music that is like, I don't know, it's almost like it's like you can tell there's a change there with you. So I, that part, I really yeah. love about listening to your music, to be honest.
6: Yeah, I kind of kind of picked that up from Robert L. Keen. You know, like Robert L. Keen would have like the Bucking song and like The Road Goes On Forever, like fun songs that you could get drunk and get high to. But he also had songs that like broke your heart. And I I never wanted to be the class clown, but I never wanted to be the Debbie Downer either. I just wanted to put out songs that are about my life and things that were just kind of going on, you know. And the hardest, the, the biggest trouble I have, and I'm sure you've heard it, or it's, it's so sad for, you know, me as well, people will judge me on one thing. So yeah. you'll be at tailgate and someone will bring up the name Rich O'Toole and someone will go, oh, the guy that sings marijuana jalapenos, that guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, he has seven albums out. Like, have you heard some of their stuff? It's really great. But they're gonna judge you on one thing. So half the people think I'm just some, you know, drunk with a guitar that sings about weed um which is tough in the music industry and it's hard because one thing can represent you but no i thank you for that compliment i i I hope that i'm glad that you understand that because it's not all you know roses and happy times there are some deep stuff and i try to really paint a picture of like my life and songs and i try to to bring my voice to different levels to to represent that so i appreciate that man thank you yeah definitely
0: definitely yeah I um and to be honest man i'm I'm a (laughs) I like Wheeler Walker Jr. quite a bit, you know, and, um, you know, his music obviously not made for radio, you know what I mean? And I was watching his, his, uh, he got on a podcast with Joe Rogan and basically was saying like, you know what? I I don't care anymore. I'm just going to sing the songs that I like. And, you know, if you don't like it, then, you know, fuck off. You know what I mean? I I like that attitude, man. That's, that's cool. I love Wheeler Walker. What's
6: your favorite
0: Wheeler Walker song? Uh, man, you know, if I had to pick one, dude, um, Uh, man, I love the, this is kind of, this is not really,
6: this is like more of an adult show, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, sit on my face is cool. I love the music. I love his music, dude. (laughs) Like it's obviously you'll never be able to hear on the radio. You know what I mean? But like his, just, well, yeah,
6: but you know, he's, he's a comedian. Like I actually know who that is. His name is Ben. Uh, he lives here in Nashville. Okay. Um, He's, a, he's, he's hilarious, man. I love Summer in Kentucky. Um, uh, the Puss King. Uh, sit on my face is amazing.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, sit fuck, on my face! You know it's funny? Yeah, you know it's funny? Uh, the, first <laughs> heard, uh, the first time my wife heard... The uh, first time my wife heard Fuck You, Bitch, she thought it was yeah. actually like like... She's like, oh. And then he started, you know, going what he goes into. She's like, that was a good song Till he did that. It was that made it even better. You know what I mean? So, because it's that's, good music.
5: That's,
6: uh, yeah, that's, that's one of Snoop Dogg's favorite uh, country songs. Have you seen that?
0: I did not see that, no.
6: Yeah, Snoop Dogg got it on his Instagram, and uh, he was like, man, Wheeler Walker Jr., I don't know who that is, but I love this song. And Snoop Dogg would play uh, Fuck You Bitch all the time. <laughs>
0: that's awesome, man.
1: Touring all across the country, I, I know you're a big foodie, uh, and I know there's probably a few spots across the, you know, the country that you can probably recommend, or maybe even in, when you're in Houston. I know you're a Houston boy, so uh, any spots like maybe you got to hit when you're on the road.
6: Of course, man. In new spots. I mean, there's just I'm kind of an old soul. You know, I like to go into an old diner by the seaside and get a beer and like a cup of clam chowder from the East Coast, or. You know Texas like I try all the barbecue spots that Texas Monthly has raved, or you know old restaurants I'm kind of a more of Americana i don't eat I don't eat a chain restaurants on the road or I really try to stay away from it unless we're hungry and that's it. I try to go out and seek it find the story you know that's kind of why I got into music I just wanted to be an explorer I wanted to to meet to find a restaurant that had no business on Main Street that had you know original menu and stuff and go in there and find out the story and eat it and taste it and um so, you know, I constantly, I constantly search for that. I think it's something that, like, kind of feeds my soul and as being a songwriter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's it's pretty much, there, there's, there's things like, when I'm in, it's hard when you're in a new city because I don't, I don't, like, eat the same place twice. So eventually I have my favorites that, like, I request, but there's so many of them.
3: Yeah, I, I, think, I think, you know, we – I grew up in a uh, – James and I grew up in a, a really, really small town, uh, about 45 minutes west of uh, Fort Worth. Uh, so we played, you know, six-man football. Um, it was uh, – a, a lot of times, even growing up, you know, we didn't have enough players to make defense at a six-man football. So you played – you'd play both ways, uh, which is super weird, you know. Um, it, it's a tough, tough sport to play it like that. But, you know, there's little little – a place called mary's cafe in uh, in strong texas and they're like they're like home with the best chicken fried steak like people drive from fort yep. worth
6: i've eaten at mary's right there by, by that lake oh really uh, yeah
3: possum kingdom whatever it yeah, is that there.
6: chicken fried steak blew my mind yes mary's, yeah. mary's is amazing nice, it, it nice. is
3: that's awesome that's awesome yeah so we, we grew up a little bit and uh uh lived in stephenville for a while so kind of there's little, you know, little places around there that we would kind of check out or whatever. But I don't know if there's, is there a place like that? Like for us, it'd be, I think it'd be Mary's because it's kind of one of those nostalgia things growing up in, but is there one place like that for you? Like anytime I go here, I have to go eat this.
6: Yeah, you know, one thing that broke my heart this year was uh, Yeah, I know they're they're not really on the list of like barbecue restaurants anymore, but I was a, I was a giant good company guy because growing up, I mean, my dad, You'd love to go get a beer at Good Company. They used to have a thing called the Sweetwater Duck, and they took it off the menu, and I just really miss barbecue duck, and they they did it so well. That was always something I was always, as a kid, I always got the Sweetwater Duck at um, Good Company.
5: Nice.
6: And I went back there and played there recently, and they didn't have the menu anymore. I just think that it's hard to get duck commercialized like that. But uh, growing up in Houston, there was a lot of, there was, you know, I went to Stratford High School in Houston. We had a thing called Sam's Cafe, and it was the greasiest burger. I mean your your clothes smelled, your hands were greasy when you left there, but it was a damn good hamburger. Um and I grew up on the west side and my parents moved to the heights after the hurricane like tore down our neighborhood. Um and I went to school at A and M, of course, so like at A and M, you know, he, my first gauge with the Dixie Chicken and things like that around around town. I absolutely loved um, yeah, you know, growing, being, being in Houston, I have, there's so many great favorites that you just kind of crave. Um, you know, the fried chicken over at like, um, God, what's up, Frenchies, like Frenchies fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, as wow. grill downtown, um, uh, you know, you have like BBs for crawfish. There's so many cool places now and some of you have gone out of business too. It kind of breaks your heart, you know, things, things change. But yeah, you're right. I mean, like Mary's Cafe, I was blown away by the chicken fried steak. There is something special to that.
0: So Nice, man. Let me ask you a question. So when you're, you know, in the, the western part of Texas area, maybe in the panhandle where there isn't all sips, did you ever have yep. a chimichanga?
6: Of course, man. I've had Dude. everything on the all sips menu that you <laughs> could possibly imagine.
0: <laughs> Amazing, isn't it?
6: Uh yeah, we done we've we've done sixteen hundred shows so far and <laughs> we've probably done four hundred in West Texas, so I couldn't imagine you smell like once you if you step into an all subs you won't it's like it's like sleeping next to a dog like you'll smell like a dog for like a day. <laughs> but, and, <laughs> so once you have that, that all subs like dirty you know deep fried burrito or anything on that menu yeah just it kind of hangs with you it's like smoking a cigarette Like sure. you're not you're not shaking it for a while No. Yeah. <laughs> but very very it's enjoyable you know that all subs deep fried burrito is enjoyable or chimichanga is enjoyable. Uh, at two in the morning when you've
0: had oh, a little the best. too much. It is the <laughs> yeah. best. I was actually, I'm from that area. I'm from the kind of the Lubbock area. And um, we were on a trip back to West Texas a few months ago. And I, uh, when we stopped at one Allsup's and picked up some frozen ones and brought them home and, uh, you know, tried to fry some up. But, man, it's not the same. It's not the same as eating, you know, from the uh, gas station.
6: No, you need that deep fryer they haven't exactly. cleaned in like 30 years. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, we got to ask you, and I, I think I, I let you know this was coming, but uh, do you have a barbecue fail or a cooking fail for us that you can share?
6: Yeah, of course. Um, you know, as we get older, it's like driving a car. We kind of know our grills. It's like I know my grill. You know, you know the temperature, you know the timing. Uh, one time I, was in, I almost burned down an apartment complex. I was in Los Angeles. My buddy said, Come on over, man. He's got a small apartment. And um, we had a big like Weber grill. It was like propane, you know. And mm-hmm. I was trying to sell off for some chicks. And um, <laughs> I put these steaks on the grill with a bunch of butter on top, thinking, like, oh, you know, it'll it'll help the deal out. And I just wasn't thinking. We had a little too much to drink. And I look out there, and there's a six foot flame coming from this grill. And it's like touching the side of the, <laughs> the stucco on the partner complex. And my genius idea was to throw a bucket of water on which made it worse. Oh. It was like, water on a goose fire. <laughs> And it took it just blackened the whole wall and I finally got it out by just I don't know what I did. I couldn't I keep I, I kept throwing water on it and it finally went out. But man, it was about probably thirty seconds away from that whole apartment complex just going on. <laughs> and that's why I never I never use too much butter on an open flame when I'm cooking like, you know, steaks on the open open grill. I kinda learned that lesson the hard way it's yeah, kind it of does. like the butter when, when you pull it off you want to put the butter on it so it like seeps in there but on the open grill you can kind of get a little too much char on it
5: yeah
2: for sure
3: no i i think you're exactly right you know it's it's you know, mine as i keep reoccurring it's like i come over here and i, I partake in a uh, a lot of a lot of alcohol and fun and then and they send me home uh when I'm, I'm like one street over so i i walk home and i normally my go-to is like i'll end up making something and putting it in the oven and
6: it's the yeah. worst
3: thing you can ever do i wake up every morning and my wife she she can't smell anymore right she lost her sense of smell and taste so she gets up in the morning she has no idea but when i wake up in the morning i know what's happened i know that i've ran an <laughs> oven for six hours with a piece of pizza inside that now is turned into a barbecue briquette you know so I, yeah i obviously rush in there i turn the oven off and then i wait for her to like get coffee and then, like, I get her back either outside or back to the bedroom, and I I go in, and I clean the the oven up really quick, and dispose of it, you know. And then usually the kids walk down, like, "What the hell is happening in here? Why is it so like? It's not even smoky. It's burnt so bad it already stopped smoking. That's how bad it's <laughs> yeah, burnt, right. you know." So it's incense, kids. Don't yeah, worry about right. it. <laughs> so I've I've done this quite often. So now I'm not allowed to cook anymore when I get home. I eat uh, sandwiches. So uh, yeah, last, last week <laughs> last last weekend. Uh, I I got a it's Monday, so Sunday night, um, I made a whole sandwich and then I went on the couch and fell asleep. So <laughs> yeah. uh, so Amy's like, dude, you can't make sandwiches anymore. You're done. Like you're just go to bed now. You can't do anything. So that's kinda of my barbecue fail.
6: My kind of fail with on the road is I stopped ordering from the um uh online menu at the hotel. Or if I could say we're saying at like the West Center or somewhere nice or something, they have late night stuff. Nine out of ten times I get the bill the next day and it's like Pizza, two d- cokes, three beers, a fudge sundae, and it's all sitting <laughs> pristine condition outside my door because I just fell asleep. I landed knocked on the door. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like $55 down the drain. <laughs> yeah. Not again, Rich. And the drummer will be up by my door, knock not in the morning. He's like, oh, I just had a bite of your sundae and pizza that was outside your door.
5: And
6: he fell asleep again. I was like, yep. Guess I
5: did.
0: That's awesome, man. Hey, do you have a. Uh... Like a your your best venue, you know, to play at. Is there one that just you know is just above the rest?
6: Billy Bob's in Fort Worth. I mean that that thing yeah. should be in the Smithsonian. Everyone's played it. You can smell it. You can taste it.
5: Yeah. It's just phenomenal, <laughs> man.
6: In Houston, the Heights Theater, um, the Firehouse Saloon in Houston was used to be an incredible venue. still is. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a weird industry, like. Um, you know, at Lower Greenville in Dallas, you have uh, Granada, which is phenomenal. Fort Worth, you have you know, of course, Billy Bob's. Um, I'm trying to think, like the Austin Theater downtown. I, you know, my favorite things to play are just places that have good sound and that they take live music seriously. Sure. You know, yeah. when you play like a half restaurant, they're they know they're just paying you to, because they want your fans to come out so they can buy booze. You're not really putting on a concert at that point. But um, there are some that is great, man. Um, there are some the, the, uh, the, in Galveston the old Opry house um green hall, holy shit Green hall is still the best acoustics i ever heard in my life
3: it's, if, it's if
6: green hall makes bad bands sound good
3: i i you know i, I don't know, i don't know if it's bad bands or whatever but I've seen day bands play there and they sound phenomenal and I've seen uh Robert Orkin play there uh george stray i've uh, i think we i love going to the green hall uh but Billy Bobs for me was I think I was so amazed when I went. Uh, it was just so big. Like you, you hear how yeah. big it is, but you really don't realize it when you're just. You're like, oh my god, this place is freaking huge. Hmm.
5: So that was kind Shiny of. Shining, like,
6: It's yeah. It's it's it sells like about 5,500 tickets or something crazy like that. So.
3: Right, right. Damn. So yeah. I think you have like an indoor rodeo arena, right? Uh,
6: yeah. Every time I play there, I always go up there and like hang with the bull riders and watch them and the <laughs> people. Like you do this for a living? Oh my god! <laughs>
0: that's awesome, dude. Uh, how about the Let other? Let me ask
6: y'all questions, man. What, what, yeah. what are your favorite barbecue spots? Uh, you know, give me your give me a rundown of like what you think is in your like top five in, in Texas right now.
5: That's
1: that's a difficult one because uh, we we all got kind of like little um, background roots in doing competition barbecue, and we've we've been cooking brisket for and barbecue for I don't. know, 20 years I mean so you you get kind of like jaded a little bit like I like my own barbecue or, or I like this barbecue here uh, we, we got a fantastic um, uh, uh, barbecue joint just right down the street with the Killen's barbecue and uh, I mean he, yeah. he he kills it with the, the steak as well um,
2: uh, man
1: favorite one Do you guys have a favorite nah,
2: one? I'm with you usually if I'm paying to go out to eat I'm not, I'm not buying something I can make at home better <laughs> exactly. oh, yeah. good. i'm just saying that's good How about I'm saying, like,
6: you know, well you're buying a concert ticket basically you would go see you know you go see another one that you can learn from too though right i mean it's oh, right, no, that that true. Like, i'm that's friends true. with grant i'm friends with grant pinkerton and so i'm never used to i yeah. go and see grant i mean him hang by the pits and stuff you know
5: yeah
1: pinkerton's a, i yeah. think probably has to be probably my favorite yeah he's up there yeah um uh, i mean
3: you've got yeah. you got snows you've got you got a new one just moved in alvin which i've
2: heard they've been doing uh, a pretty good Caboose job. barbecue i think yeah. that's uh i went there yeah you've been there it's pretty good i went to truth's uh truth's barbecue a couple of months ago that place is pretty good really yeah nice nice yeah,
5: yeah.
2: like yeah they've got a bunch i mean like everybody you
3: know, everybody hears like cooper's barbecue and you go there and you you it, i think a lot of it is like they still have is that the one that they still have the pot of beans is that cooper's
6: yeah, yeah, know, it's yeah. Cooper. Okay. It, yeah. it
3: has the pot of beans up there going so it's it's some of those things that like I think if you're in that area you have to go uh, to it whether it's going to be a good day or a bad day um, but I mean I don't know if you're anytime you're eating barbecue right you're yeah in Texas yeah it's a good day I it's mean, a good day the, the yeah. one
1: the one yeah. <laughs> the one I guess brisket uh, or barbecue that I would want to have which I hadn't had a chance to have would be Franklin's yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I've had
6: them I'm at Franklin's it's really good
2: is it yeah
5: it's-
6: it's the hype, man. It's there. I've I've waited in line. This is how it happened. I waited in line five times. I didn't get in.
5: Yeah. I
6: said, "Fuck this," <laughs> and I was at Soundcheck in Austin. This is about an hour later, and the manager came over and goes, "Hey, we ordered uh, like two pounds of brisket from Franklin's. The whole staff's been dying to try. You want to try?" I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to try." <laughs> so I ate it. I almost ate it cold, and it was it is good, man. That guy knows exactly what he's doing. You know, I think from his salt to like pepper ratio to the cut of meats that he's getting and the smoke and you know i i'm kind of of a nerd with barbecue i think like what is is the temperature smoke smoke can only get to meat up to 136 degrees right yeah yeah 135
2: 140 somewhere right in there
6: right yeah so yeah i think that he just has you know he's like a chemist man he's a dj he's a he's a meat dj i mean that guy's spinning like the greatest hits you know yeah um everyone in their life should try it i mean it's something special
3: I, I would agree. There's there's also another one in Austin that I heard that kind of gives um, uh, Franklin's kind of run for the money, and I, I can't remember the name of it.
1: Was it La Barbecue?
3: Yeah, yes, yeah, was yeah La Barbecue. Have, have you had that one yet? No, I have not tried that yet. No, okay. I've heard a lot of people rant and rave yep. over that. And I know at some point they got maybe in the top ten uh, in Texas. So yeah, they're up there. They're they're killing it over there as well. So I don't know. That's that's kind of a dream of mine. Is like take off one day and just travel for, like, I don't know, two or three weeks or a month or something and just, you know, Texas to to Memphis to South Carolina and just go and just put it all together, like, in one trip, right? See, like, compare it all. I don't know. That's kind of my.
6: my no, you idea. should do that. I think that's amazing, man. You should rent an RV and just uh just do it. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, Sam's Barbecue in Austin? They were real famous for a while. It was run by an old black guy, Sam's.
1: I, I've heard of it. Yes.
6: Okay, check this out. I'm taking my kitchen.
1: Let's see the
6: this this was hanging above my uh, my kitchen sink. Don't mind the messy dishes. You can see it. No, you good. Uh, hold on. Let me flip it around here. Uh, okay, you ready? It says, uh, two Sam's Best Barbecue at Austin, Bruce Springsteen.
0: Wow. Oh, nice. Oh, and this is his 1978.
6: Awesome. Uh, uh, he toured in 1978 and played the uh, UT Arena, Arena yeah. in Austin. Okay, so notice his face is totally wiped off the photo, yes. right? <laughs> okay, so it was 2000. Sam shut down in like 2009. He was an old black guy. And he got busted by the health department because he was uh, selling stolen brisket.
5: <laughs> so what he was
6: doing was what he was doing is like thugs on the street he would go into h-e-b and steal a brisket and you know brisket is like 45 dollars in the stores right yeah he'd buy he'd give him 20 bucks for it and he'd smoke it and sell it and uh he had no problem with that oh, wow. <laughs> he got busted doing it That's
5: fantastic. <laughs> so before
6: he got shut down i was i think i was in I think i was 24 at the time i was graduating him and so whether there to eating i noticed that he had this thing above his pit it said to sam best barbecue in austin bruce springsteen well my, my idol is bruce springsteen i dedicate my like music and life to springsteen and whatever so i'm freaking out and i'm like sam you know who that is he's like oh i gotta in here in the 70s man i don't I don't know who that is Is he, is he a buddy of yours? <laughs> so I said No but I'll, I'll buy that for 40 bucks And he's like sold So he takes it down and he takes a wet rag And he wipes, uh. tries to wipe the grease off of it oh. And takes Springsteen's face totally off of it He oh. <laughs> stares him in and, uh, and he goes Well shit how about 20 bucks I was like yep sounds good man. <laughs> like, I got that framed above my, uh, my sink And that's a real deal I, I sent it to the Springsteen family Because um, Springsteen's son opened up a tour for us, and they thought it was so cool. And I'm like, just keep it. Bruce appreciates that, but it's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I have hung there above the uh, about the sink. That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome,
0: dude.
6: <laughs> Sam had good barbecue, but you know, barbecue has always been a thing where, you know, back in the day, it was just a, a thing to sell meat. Now it's become like a, a franchise of obsession. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: yeah. 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 It's it's amazing how how much barbecue has changed over the last probably even competition barbecue over the last twenty plus years. Mm. You know, I remember like you, know, you had Houston Houston barbecue was a was was always going on right, and you've had some other bigger you know, like the Memphis and May or the Jack Daniels. I know I know those things were going on, but in Houston, like for us, it was like we were never going to be invited to go to at, at that time to, to go to go cook at a Houston livestock show and rodeo, but. Most of our bars we were at, I mean, most of our things, we were at bars. right? bars had all the coolest cook-offs. Right? And it was like $1,000 jackpots. And you were like, man, this is great. You know, if you win $1,000, I mean, like, you know, I don't know. It's just how much you've seen, how the flavors have changed. I've seen it where you, you basically was just uh, as, as spicy as you could get it. Now to sometimes you know, they're, they're saucing it. Now to um, you're cooking, you know, Kobe or Wagyu. Briskets, and you're not even cooking prime anymore, and, and everything. And it's amazing how much money this is generated off of. I, I think like really a couple of TV shows, that and maybe Aaron Franklin was on it. Uh, mm-hmm. That really kind of that spawned this whole. I feel like it's just like a. Uh, I'm looking for a word here, but um, a barbecue revolution. I mean, I, I feel like it's what it is. I mean, it's like there's so much competition out there. It's so hard to to uh, really say mine's better than yours, or yours better than mine. I mean. The, the science is out there how to cook a barbecue, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's amazing how much it's changed.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for it's
6: me. constantly going to change. I think it's actually really cool that it does. Uh, I like the traditional style. I don't like people getting away from it too much. But you're going to see some crazy shit. I mean, you're going to see somebody do something. There's always, you know, uh, in the music industry or barbecue industry, some new kids are going to come along doing it a little bit different, and people are going to go, oh, you know what? That's not bad. And there you go, you know.
1: So, yeah, one of the weirdest uh briskets that we've witnessed, and I, I believe this is Jan, this, this was a, a competition team using um peanut butter, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, I, 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 hope, I hope this does not, not become a thing. And uh, but yeah, they, they basically coated their whole brisket down uh with peanut butter and then smoked it. Um when they pulled it to wrap, I was thinking like, oh my god, y'all have y'all have really done something here. Uh and they 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 put it in like a uh it's the paper, right? they, they didn't do foil. And when they unwrapped it after like four more hours, it was the worst smelling thing I've ever I've ever smelled in my life. So when no, it comes uh, to I can imagine that, yeah. Uh and then uh think about uh trying to cut a a two inch layer of briquette around a piece of meat and you couldn't cut it. You couldn't, you couldn't do anything with it. I mean, <laughs> I just felt so bad. I mean, uh, and you know, her, I don't want not say her name, but, uh, she cried. She was like, she was so upset over this, over this brisket. And I, I was like, man, I'll, I'm ready to give you some of my brisket turned in or something. Uh, but you know what, Yeah. I, the, the cool thing about it is that I, if you're not trying something new and, and reading up on it and trying to get better, who knows if that thing would have turned out really good, I guarantee you you're going to see 40 other people out there next week putting peanut butter on their brisket. So it's, it's all relative really.
6: Yeah, you think that she would have tried it at home first before right. bringing that into the light. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's my thought. Right. Well, good for her, man. I've, I've done, I like using mm-hmm. mustard a lot of my ribs. Uh, I'm a mustard guy when it comes to pork. Um, so yeah, I'll try anything, you know, um, I make a, I make a chicken with uh, just pure garlic and uh Worcester sauce uh, that I've I think this kills. I make a chicken taco with chicken thighs, and all you use is a whole bottle of Worcester sauce and um, fresh garlic. And man, it just, you never know what kind of marinade really brings flavor out of stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. We, we are ever going to see um, Rich on like the cooking channel, the Food Network?
6: Uh, one day. I think you we never We're going to do a like, cooking series with the new record label. So okay. who knows, man? I would, I would love to do it. It'd be fun.
1: Hey, uh, tell us a little bit about the, the new record label.
6: Average um, Joe's is a big label here in town. They have like uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Montgomery Gentry, um Colt Ford, and so they're basically they gave me my own label that, to run. um It's called Buffalo Rome Records, and so I'll play like President A and R, and we'll sign like two or three new acts out of Texas, and then my record will come out on that. But I get to use their whole staff, and it's actually like they're really good, they're professional. They have a really cool office here in Nashville. It's like Rob Dierdick's like fantasy factory. It's like basketball and zip lines and all kinds of shit. And it's just fun to go in there and, and, uh, you know, play around and talk shop and make music. So I'm excited. You know, I made the move here from LA. I was living in Texas and bought a house here. So I was like, you know what, kind of fully invested in the move. So, I mean, it's just really great to like find a home and, I'll work with guys that want to have some fun and uh you know, get out there. So
0: So Rich, let me ask you a question. You uh being from Houston and now living in you know in Tennessee, who do you root for? That's
6: Always fun. Houston. Always.
0: Okay, so you're a Texans fan.
6: I like I like going to Titans games because I like Henry I like watching Henry run the ball.
0: He's a beast. He's but a beast.
6: He's a beast and when they when they when they when they get past Houston, like I go to the games and I like root for him, obviously. But I'm Houston, everything. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a Houston, Texas fan. I'm an Astros fan. a Rockets fan. I wish, I would if there was a if there was a football team on Pluto, I would vote for them over the Cowboys.
5: I hate that ah, Cowboys. And stuff. we are uh, yes.
0: We are predominantly That's Cowboys right. fans on this podcast, by the way. Yeah. Cut the interview. I love it. Is over. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's like, and we're ending now. Yeah. Not great. a Cowboys fan.
5: I have to
6: be careful saying that because we have a lot of DFW fans, but I yeah. think that we're pretty safe here. Your podcast seems to be very Houston, you know, native. So yeah,
1: yeah, we love we'll it all. We'll be all right. Did you ever get into the AFL? Excellent. I did XFL. I'm sorry. Yeah, with the Houston Roughnecks. Yeah, I did,
6: man. RIP. That yeah.
1: Kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. God, they were it, doing so good
0: too.
6: I mean, they were getting. They were going to. They were going to get there. They were.
1: Well,
3: the quarterback for the Roughnecks was already. Uh, yeah. He's already been picked up uh, by a team, Carolina, I, think, I believe. Yeah. Carolina, and then also yeah. their main wide receiver got picked up as well. So. It it's it was doing what it was designed to do was to be a developmental league and be a league that you could pick players off of. So and it was fun. It I, was fun to watch. I could see this thing coming back. It was maybe. very
6: fun to watch. It was like wrestling that football. I think they should try to bring it back again. I mean, I have people like to watching that. You know.
3: Yep. Yep.
6: Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I so your your new album's coming out at the end of end of June, uh, New York. Uh, do you have a personal uh, favorite song? on on that album that we need to look out for
6: I do a uh, track one it's called uh, Back On My Bullshit Back On
0: My Bullshit uh, I like it already yeah
6: <laughs> and it's just about me in my late 20s early 30s drinking a lot waking up in hotels and um, kind of partying a little too much <laughs> and it kind of relates to all of us it's called Back On Your Bullshit you know when you're like when you're eating le- late night food and you're drinking too much you're kind of back on your bullshit you know yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that's the whole meaning behind it. It's it's a it's a good song. It makes the record. It's track one. It's a lot of fun. Nice.
0: nice. What's the name of the album? New York? Yeah. New York, New York. Okay, it's
6: New York. Yeah. Well, Which you know, what? I'm not scared to step up. I know people are gonna go. Eh, you know, look, it's cool to be Pat Grant. It's cool to be the Texas hero, and I get so much shit because people are like, "Rich, you, moved, you lived in L.A. for a while. you're name your album, New York." Look, everyone knows I'm from Texas. Everyone knows I do Texas country. You don't always have to make it so simple for them, and that's how I feel about. I'm okay with releasing an album called New York because I I lived in New York and I wrote it in New York, and so you want you want to be as big as you know in every state as you are in your hometown, you know. So I get shit for it, but it's like I totally get it, you know. Mm -hmm. I could have named this album. and it probably would have done better, but you know, you expand, and it's about where you've been and where you travel to. So, I hope, hope y'all respect that.
5: Oh, for sure, oh, for sure. No, for yeah, sure.
3: I'm I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Uh, and, and to be honest, I mean, I think it's probably uh, if you, especially after after I've never you know spoke to you before or anything, but listening to you and you know, it's, it's staying true to who you are, right? You're not you're not trying to conform. Yeah, you could have called it Texas, right? But I mean, hell, right. like how many other people have called their they're uh west texas or living in texas or or whatever it is right so i I think it's pretty awesome not going against the grain a little bit and uh putting yourself out there so i'm i'm really looking forward to this this new album coming
0: out
6: no i thank y'all man and thank y'all for being supporters and you know been so supportive on twitter and everything and i look forward to us um when when can we cook barbecue what's your When's the next outing where all y'all will be at and y'all are gonna smoke a brisket? Whenever get you brisket get here, and- <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as soon as this uh, quarantine thing lifts and you're you're in the area, uh,
6: we'll, we'll hook up. right. Yeah. No. Definitely. I'll out. definitely be. A, I'll be in Houston in you know July and August. So let's try to pick a date. I mean, I'd love to sit down and just smoke a brisket with y'all and kind of go over the techniques and.
5: Heck yeah! Uh, one
6: technique I want to talk to y'all about is uh, I've been kind of googling this and trying to put it together. Have you ever added? Um, baking soda to the to the you know when you like when you pre-mix the the brisket like with your salt and pepper have you thought about adding a little baking soda scientists are saying that you add baking soda it raises the ph balance in the bark
5: Hmm.
6: and you get a bigger and thicker bark and on your brisket using a little bit of baking soda have you heard of this
2: I have not heard I, of that. I've heard of that on like chicken, right? Yes, on chicken skin. So make on, the skin, a little crispy.
3: Yeah, so on on baking. Yeah. I, I do do baking baking soda or baking powder on my. Like I cook wings uh, at the house. I'll I'll sprinkle that and kind of leave that on there and pat everything dry and then, of course, season up and 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 go. But uh, I'm 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 going to try that. I okay. mean, yeah, we'll why give it not? a shot.
6: But is, is that the new like? It, could that be the new steroids or like HGH like Mark? You know, Mark McGuire. Uh, <laughs> Brisket
2: world, or uh, yeah, we'll see. Don't tell anybody else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right.
3: We're, we're gonna cut all this out. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, you know, people, you know, especially in competition. Uh, if you're not, it, there's an old saying like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? So, especially right. In, if you're not walking by your competition and trying to see what, hey, what are they using, or if it's matter of like just like going out and trying, that's probably the biggest thing is trying your competition's barbecue and then comparing and being honest to yourself, like, was that better than mine or was mm-hmm. that not, right? Uh, but one of the things that that uh for a long time people have used is the it's well for one it's like smake the, the fake uh the fake smoke the liquid smoke is one mm-hmm. but two what's the powder that they put in to make the fake smoke ring
1: it's the curing salt the pink salt yeah
5: yeah uh, no pink salt yeah yeah
3: so that will make a perfect if you use just the right amount and mix it with your rubs it'll make the perfect pink smoke ring. It, t- it'll tender quick tender quick yep it will make it's, and if you use too much, it'll actually bleed through the whole meat. So your whole meat will be pink or have one little thin pencil line in the middle. And then you have like some two inch smoke ring or three inch smoke ring going <laughs> around the. You gotta the be brisket. careful with that stuff. Yeah, it's, it is. But people are using it and like it looks, when, when you do it right, you're like, oh, how do you compete with that? It looks so good. So then it forces you like, do I use it or do not use it? You know, currently I do not use it. But if I keep yeah. losing, I don't know. I, might, <laughs> I may have to get creative
0: right kind of the
6: same we did deal that. i spoke to pastrami uh two weeks ago with uh, the guy that owns texas oak here and we used that pink salt to cure it and that was something phenomenal the bark we got from that and how pink that pastrami turned out because we used that cure salt from fiesta
5: mm-hmm. yep
6: it did turn out really really great so that is something to think about i don't yeah. know if you would do that on brisket that's more of a pastrami type you know pastrami basically is brisket yeah um but yeah, that was that was something to think of. All right, well, when I get together, maybe we'll do a. Uh, I'll buy a brisket straight up. There's a whole brisket. Y'all yeah, buy a brisket. And le- we should let's do a back to back, baking soda non baking soda, and see what see what happens. You know.
5: Yeah,
1: I'm Sounds down. Good. I love it. I love it. So we right. we don't mean to keep you so uh, keep you long, Rich. Uh, we do really appreciate you joining us and and doing the interview with the uh, Grabbing the Brisket podcast, and we. Generally, wish you the best, and uh, we'll catch up with you a little bit later on. Unless you got any more questions or anything else you want to kind of put out there,
6: uh, that's it, man. That's all the that's all the stuff I have for y'all, man. Too, and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, pick up the new record. You know, it's a good record. I stand behind it, and uh, it's just it's a cool record. So, you know, thank y'all for having me. I really appreciate it, and thanks for all the love on social media too, man. Y'all y'all seem like great guys. So, I'm looking forward to ripping some beers and uh, you know, smoking some meat in the future. Oh yeah
1: yes, for sure yeah, man absolutely. for sure dude alright take care buddy thank you yep, thanks
6: there.
2: sir take care
1: buddy yep dude I cannot
3: believe like I, as far as I'm concerned right now if we never get another person on or anything else like I'm not saying that was the best interview or not or or, or, or some guest coming on but too but it was it was the best right, right. yeah it was,
5: he was solid it was man he was cool Down to yes cool. he was yeah, very cool yeah. definitely very and,
3: personable I'm yeah, definitely sure. looking forward to this new album, and a lot of people don't realize like how much music he has put out there already, right? So many good songs, like, and he made eluded alluded earlier, like over one song he gets a little flack over, it, but it's like, go listen to the seven other albums that he's right, put yeah. out, right? I, I already
2: pre-ordered my album. Yep, yep, for uh, sure. You can. There's a link on his uh, social media to go do that. Yep. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm super. Yeah, excited. check out his. I was going
1: to mention because he he does a lot of. Um, Hashtagging on Twitter and he may do it on Instagram as well but it's chef o rules. Okay. And it uh it's all just like cooking pictures. Nice. So whatever he's cooking uh he does like kind of a little hashtag on that. So on Twitter you can go look for it yourself and see all the kind of the stuff he's doing.
2: Yeah, and you can find all of his all this stuff on his website too. It's uh, richo tool.com r i c h o t o o l e.com. They know how to do it.
5: Don't, don't be a wiener. Okay. Don't <laughs> like,
2: be a wiener.
3: A <laughs> winner is what you said. Oh uh, man. I don't know. I feel like uh we might want to Emmy off of this motherfucker right here. Just saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they have a they actually have a like a, 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 a what do you call it? Like you get invited once a year for the awards podcast awards yeah 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 we
2: got invited we, I, we were busy that weekend i, I just yeah. didn't tell I was I was, was washing my hair that weekend yeah. is that what I, it was? i think mean, we had we were cooking some brisket,
0: cooking so brisket. So yeah, yeah i was like hey
1: okay. we got stuff to do so like, bro this takes yeah. like 16 hours we don't have time for that
0: right yeah. maybe okay. we'll go next time yeah right, nice yeah. It's fine what's up my dudes you guys know the drill i'm gonna give you the business uh guys our website is up it's up and functional you can buy our merchandise and stuff like that it is www.grabthebrisket.com uh facebook instagram both one in the same it is at grab them in the brisket and uh twitter as well it is at grab the brisket so guys hit us up the feedback man we we love it we love it good bad and different so uh you know we uh, look forward to your uh, replies and comments and stuff guys so
2: hey another awesome episode thanks again for uh coming on rich take care
0: guys thanks a lot guys see you guys later just grab them in the
5: brisket